0: S.A.F.M prime time all day long the finance minister inokoiguwana has now formally determined that eskim will not be granted a partial exemption from part of the public finance management act under the planned exemption or the proposed exemption eskim would not have had to report its irregular fruitless and wasteful expenditure in its annual financial statements but would have had to continue disclosing that information in its annual financial report the Treasury had said that state-owned entities like Eskimo have to report a lot more information than private companies and that sometimes this can make it more difficult to borrow money from international investors, international bankers rather. Ismail Mamaniat is the acting director general in the National Treasury. Mr. Mamaniat, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Stephen, and to your listeners. So the Treasury first proposed this partial exemption. There was a huge outcry. It was immediately suspended. Now the decision has been changed completely. Why this whole about turn?
1: Yes, uh, Stephen, I, I, I think the issue <clears throat> is twofold. Firstly, there are issues in the way SOEs report. And uh, in this case, when ESCOM applied, as you know, we had given a similar exemption to Transnet. So there, there is a technical problem, which uh, certainly in some cases, uh, this measure would have helped uh, the SOEs uh, in the way they were reporting. Uh, but secondly, I think the issue was clearly with the uh, reaction that we saw. Uh, the, the the public, rightly, I think, was not confident about how ESCOM was dealing with corruption. And you know, we looked at, uh, you know, we had discussions with the Auditor General, we had discussion with with uh, uh, other auditing experts, and we 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 assess that in this case. Um, uh, ESCOM was not ready to, you know, for this exemption to really make a difference, that they needed to do more in the way they reported on some of their, their financial management issues, uh, just given the problems of corruption and so on that you have at ESCOM. Uh, let me say that, you know, we do have a new board and we believe management is committed to do this, but the issue was, you know, uh, clearly they need to do more and win the confidence over of investors and the public.
0: So I understand to an extent I'm not an auditing expert or an accountant, but the technical reasons you wanted to do this, and I sort of get it. I do worry about the way this has been handled. So Eskim, and and I accept what you say, that management is committed to clean governance at Eskim, and we have seen certain changes in that regard. But Eskim, I think in the public mind, is almost an exa- a symbol of corruption and for various reasons. And so for you to suddenly suggest an exemption like this probably just came at the worst possible moment. I accept that you've spoken to experts, but did you not foresee how it would look? It would look like an entity suffering from more corruption than almost any other in this country was suddenly being given a free pass. That's how it looked. That's why there was such a big outcry.
1: Yes, Stephen. I, I think that clearly that is the perception. And no, we didn't anticipate that. We should have uh, uh, perhaps. But bear in mind, and as you pointed out, ESCOM still had to disclose its irregular expenditure. And irregular expenditure is it does not deal necessarily with corruption. It's just that they would have, it would have been dealt with separately in their annual report, but not in their financial statements. So that it wouldn't by itself uh, turn on whether they get qualified or not Uh, that was a technical issue we had done it before Uh, it didn't seem to be a problem and let me say many entities apply and not just entities departments and and so on apply for uh, often for specific exemptions a lot of them yes are due around the procurement system and these are you know many times we, we assess it we say yes or we say no or we do so for a particular period but you know in retrospect clearly i think escom is in the news everybody's worried about load shedding we 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 see all the reports on corruption uh, past corruption and clearly they still have problems today with uh, uh, for example when they purchase coal all the coal contra- some of the coal deliveries and so on um, and on the one hand, the public is rightly outraged by it. And, and for me, that's a good thing that, you know, the public expects action against the corruption that you still see. And, and I think in this context, this, this particular very technical measure was misunderstood. Okay. And so, let me say it's also important for us that if, if the public, even if we were technically right, but if the public perceives this
0: to be a problem, it's a problem that we have to take into account okay um i accept all of that the original problem that you were trying to fix remains which as i understand it is that this all makes it difficult for Eskim to get uh, to borrow money um now i would think that investors uh, approaching approaching or anyone sort of kind of know what the financial situation of the person they'll be lending money to is but the original problem remains um, and it must affect more than just escom other SOEs too. Are you looking at making some sort of change to try and make it easier for everyone in the longer term? Yes, look, we've, we've, we've uh, been doing a review
1: of this particular measure, and in fact, it was also picked up by the Zondo Commission about how irregular expenditure has been treated. And we've been engaging with the Auditor General to consider making Uh, some legislative changes to improve uh, the way the system is working currently. And as I said, still ensure that there's uh, uh, effective accountability and certainly that when there's corruption or financial mismanagement, it continues to be reported. I think the issue uh, had more also to do with how reporting on historic corruption Continue to be reporting and how it affects those entities. So we have said in the statement that you know we'll be working with experts. Many of the auditing experts who commented, by the way, Stephen, uh, uh, understood the problem, and uh, and it's something that we we will continue the technical work to try and arrive at uh, uh, a better dispensation.
0: ismail Mamaniat, thank you, the acting director general in the national treasury.